You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I am excited about this podcast because this is something that I came to terms with at a point and I think a lot of people need to come to terms with sometimes Um, because especially like when you start a new journey with nutrition or you start a new program or like whatever it is, we have expectations and it's kind of hard not to, right? Like it's it's almost impossible not to have expectations, Mm -hmm. but expectations disappoint us guys like a lot of times they're typically setting us up for failure almost like they're they're a lot of times unrealistic and i the perfect example is like we've had a lot of people ask us what's average weight loss like what should i expect to lose per week and Mm -hmm. it's like okay well um by google standards or by the book average weight loss people will tell you probably a half a pound to a pound a week for like healthy weight loss Mm -hmm. but That is also based off of the fact that um, you're totally healthy, meaning like you have no autoimmune conditions, you have no gut issues, you have no major stressors or cumulative stress over the past years, you haven't been already eating in a calorie deficit for years, if not decades, you have good sleep. Like there's so many caveats to that. Mm -hmm. And averages are great for things, but in a lot of cases, they're actually really unhelpful. And they're discouraging and they take our eyes off of what is actually being accomplished per se um, because we don't see what is standards. Like this is what I should be accomplishing because this is what they say is healthy weight loss. So how come that's not happening for me? Like when in reality, how can we really quantify the future? Like how can you really say this is exactly what will happen with your extremely complex body that has so many different processes that are going on that are intertwined and related to each other and are not actually operating in this is something that I have wrong with. I'll put this in as like a, my this is my daily grind my gear. I do not love that our medical system works so individualistically. Meaning there's a doctor for your GI and then there's a doctor for your hormones and your reproductive system and then there's another doctor for like and none of them talk to each other. Yeah. Or look at the medications that you're on to see what what it like what's going to <laughs> conflict here or think about like your past history too. Like have you had miscarriages? Have you previously, oh you know, been diagnosed with IBS or SIBO or like any of these things? Like maybe years ago you had a parasite and you never killed it off. You never went through the proper protocols to actually kill things off take care of the root cause issue, restore and heal your body to get back to a healthy place. Instead, they just keep trying to band-aid this. We see this all the time with PPIs, acid blockers, essentially, for people who have heartburn or acid reflux. Instead of getting down to the root cause and looking at what are they eating? What are the trigger foods here? Like, what is your stomach acid like? Like, how do we start to naturally... Why is it in the state that it's in? Mm -hmm. Like, this is my biggest... And I'll stop after this because I'm going to go on to a huge tangent soon. But like... This is my biggest problem with autoimmunity. Mm -hmm. Autoimmunity is on a rise today. And I think the biggest problem is that 
unfortunately our medical system and i understand it guys like i understand medical system doesn't have the time because they are so jam-packed they are taught to deal with acute issues and so they don't identify autoimmunity as a problem until it's a problem when in reality things like lupus things like hashimoto's and thyroid conditions you guys those are years in the making like years they often go undiagnosed just like pcos totally and we're seeing this more and more with clients that we're working with as we like dig down to symptoms we dig down to past history medical history genetics too like with their family and what that's looked like like no wonder you're in this place that you're on the verge of a disease state if they're not already there it's because doctors basically ignored all of the symptoms i went through this for eight years Mm -hmm. letting them know like this is how i'm feeling like things something's not working right and Everything that I told them fell on deaf ears. I can't tell you how many doctors told me eat less and move more. And I was like, but I'm eating 1200 calories, working out five to six days a week, high intensity, which is the exact opposite of what I should have been doing because I have Hashimoto's. I needed to tone down the intensity. I needed to eat a lot more like 2100, 2200 calories is where I really needed to be. And it took me hiring multiple coaches to get me to that Mm -hmm. place. Right. And so I think this is also where we're going to do another podcast on this, but like you start a program and you have these expectations that it's all about weight loss. Totally. And you could do that. Let's say like you do a a diet template such as like Weight Watchers or 21 Day Fix and like ideal protein where you're eating 900 calories a day and drinking purely protein shakes. It's supposed supposed to work and you're supposed to get the same results as the person on the advertisement and you're disappointed then when you don't get those results. But there's no one there to teach you and to educate you, number one, on why you're eating this way, how long you should be eating this way because I'll tell you that many of these programs – severe calorie deficits you shouldn't be there for a very long time very short period of time and refeed yourself we can go on tangents about that a different day but you have these expectations going into something because you've seen something on social media you've seen an advertisement and then you get pissed when you're not getting the same results so you give up and at the same time here you're not taking care of root cause issues such as your relationship with food your health your lifestyle your habits your mindset because i will be the first person to say that i will argue this to anyone to my death your day-to-day actions are more impactful if you just get consistent over the course of a year two years three years Mm -hmm. that is going to be how you get optimal health how you change your relationship with food you find food freedom and you don't have to yo-yo diet forever because you feel confident in what you're doing and you know that these habits that are the foundational habits of nutrition that support your body nutritionally are so important and so impactful to you. You're willing to put in that investment. Yep. What you're doing today, you might not see for 30 or 60 days. There's been a lot of research coming out lately on type two diabetes mm-hmm. and the importance of walking. How long does it take for people to walk before they start to see that impact their blood sugar levels? Two to four weeks. Are they willing to do that though when they don't understand that? Most likely not because they're going to go for a walk for three or four days, maybe, and they're like, the well, nothing moved. changed. Nothing moved. Nothing changed. So why should I keep doing this? Totally. Well, because the body takes time to adapt. Just like Becca was saying, like your body is super complex. We have all of these different systems in place. Your lifestyle and your stress, all of that impacts how your body functions. Because there's so many things internally that go on in the body that it's like your hypothalamus, for example, like your stress barometer, as we always say it. Like that's like your antenna. It's getting signals from so many different things that you don't even realize. And so when your weight loss doesn't happen as perfect as you think, you need somebody there to educate you, to help you understand 
big part of this is because either there's a root cause issue health-wise or because you're not managing stress or call you out on your bullshit when you think that you're consistent and you're not consistent. I know that's hard to hear. I mean, it's so true. Like I, I at least am at a point now in my life where like I call myself out. I'm like, no, I'm not doing as good as I could. I'm not. But you like, gotta p- push the bullshit yeah. button. <laughs> but this this is the hard thing, guys. Like we set unrealistic expectations. How many of you guys have started a weight loss program that's maybe three six months, and you're like, I want to lose thirty pounds. That's a lot of freaking weight to lose, guys. Like, and also, a lot of people. Well, I want to be this weight. Okay. Well, when were you that weight? Well, before I had kids, or you know, twenty years ago. Like. Or at, we hit that weight once at the end of an extremely unsustainable, challenging, restrictive diet. Like these are, we need to understand these are probably unrealistic 99% of the time. And we know that it's difficult for you guys. Like we know that these things are not easy to work through. Like no one wants to feel like they're putting in a lot of work and not getting anything from it. Of course. We get that. But we also need to understand that like, unexpected circumstances come up in life Mm -hmm. okay there are going to be roadblocks that come up not one of our clients has had six months smooth sailing (laughs) not i don't think we've had six months smooth sailing ever in my life no never in my (laughs) life like your your kid gets sick you're you know you get an injury you go through a super stressful time at work like there is stuff that is going to come up guys like you're going to have what, you know, should have happened, not happen. But in those scenarios, what are you going to do? You know what a lot of people do? They have like the self-pity talk. Like, well, you know, talking about you don't understand. Like, you know, this is this is I, this is just too hard to work through or whatever. Like, you know what? You're right. Your journey is your own. But what I do understand is that hard shit happens. Mm-hmm. And I understand that things don't always go how you want them to go. And honestly, those don't always go as they should go. Like, hell, Liz and I have had plenty of clients that there, there are, you know, according to research, according to experience, according to A plus B equals C, you know, one plus one equals two, like this protocol should have worked this way and it doesn't. Okay, there's something else going on. There's another pivot that needs to be made. There's another adjustment that needs to be made. But the problem is, is that a lot of people, one, either do this on their own and they don't know what's going on. They don't know what else could be going on and they give up because they're like, well, this isn't the right diet for me. Or, you know, well, it's not working how it should be working. So it must not be right. Or I need to try something else. And so you give up. And then where do you end up? You end up in the same freaking spot that you've always been in year after year after year versus if maybe, you know, you didn't give up. You kept fighting for yourself. You refused to accept that there's not an answer because there is always an answer. And then you take these little baby steps. And, you know, we don't let that resistance stop us. And that's what we need to realize. Like, there is going to be resistance in this journey. But that resistance is necessary. It forges you. It creates you. It develops the ability to work through those hard things. And once you can develop that, guys, like you are unstoppable. A hundred percent. Because I always say like the struggle is where your confidence is built, right? Like we're all going to struggle in our own ways. There are going to be things that happen that come up unexpectedly. There could be, you know, health issues that you were unaware of that have now surfaced. Like there's always going to be things that pop up, but the struggle and the fight is how you build that confidence. It's if you can change your mindset to look at it as a positive thing and look at it as like, you know, what you're doing day in and day out to instill these changes, to make positive habits and to build those habits 
in your life, that's going to be the thing that helps you two, five, 10, 15 years from now so that you're not continuing to ride this yo-yo train all the time. Like we have clients that have come to us after trying every single diet out there. I had a client call this week with Courtney, right? And she's like, this is the first time in my life that I've ever, A, felt really good about myself because I've focused on changing my mindset and focused on the things that I can have. Like I can have, she said, I can have one Reese's and I wasn't triggered because I knew I could have a Reese's to eat the entire bag of Reese's. Because before when I do Weight Watchers, I was always like counting my points and finagling things and eating like all these really low calorie things or skipping meals or skipping snacks when I was extremely hungry. And then I'd face plant and I'd eat the entire bag of Reese's, right? And she's like, this is also the first time in my life I've never been worried or stressed about what my next meal is gonna be because I'm actually nourishing my body. I'm learning how to do that. And I'm listening to the cues that I'm getting. For example, and we've given this like 18 times this week, If you're craving an apple, please eat the apple instead of trying to follow some restrictive meal plan that says that you have to have a protein shake at 3 p.m. and you can't eat anything until 7 p.m. But you want the apple. You're really craving the apple. Why not eat the apple? Full of good nutrients, full of good fiber, right? These are the things that people have to understand like how food, one, nourishes your body and two, how to listen to what your body needs because Food is emotional, it's mental, right? Like it's part of our enjoyment. Those are other conversations that we've had with a lot of people. Like there's no doubt that part parties and celebrations, like even grieving, like food is a part of all of that. So how do we navigate all of these situations? That's something that your meal plan template can't teach you. That's something that your point plan can't teach you. And this is where, you know, I did those things. Becca did those things. Like we get really passionate about it because every time I stopped one of those plans. I was in a worse off spot than I was before I started Mm -hmm. because maybe my body was in a different place physically or I had lost a few pounds. When it stopped, I binged. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to eat. I didn't know how to control myself around food, control myself. Anxiety. Like I had so much anxiety around food. It was like when I was my leanest, I was doing a plan. I won't name it, even though I hate it. Um, And I know a lot of people that do it, but I was doing a plan that, you had to time really specifically your food around your workouts and it would shift the day. And if I like something came up and I couldn't work out when I had planned on workout, but I had already planned all of those foods for the day, I would like get literally like I would have anxiety all day. And I would like in my mind, I would be like this day, like I'm going to gain weight. And then, and then when I wasn't following this like super strict plan, I'm like, well, how am I going to eat? How am I like, it had to be so specific. It had to be so strict versus just listening to my body (laughs) and getting foods in that I wanted to eat. And that made me feel good. Like I remember I was also drinking some concoction during when I work out because it told me to, I was so gassy. It was awful. Like I didn't want to be around myself, but I was like, well, this is what it tells me to do. And this is, you know, and I'm seeing results. And so like, this is what I should probably do. And I just, I, I didn't listen to my body. It caused me to not listen to my body. And it also caused me to be extremely anxious and stressed out around food and around social situations with food. And I had a huge binge eating disorder. Like it was wrong in so many aspects, but because, you know, I was losing weight and it looked the part, like I stuck with it and I stuck with it way too long to where I lost my period. I was not healthy hormonally. I was not in a good place physically and I was way too lean. And then I had developed this horrible eating disorder. Like we, we praise these things because they create good before and after photos. Mm -hmm. When in reality, we are horrible in where, in terms of where we are mentally. 
Like, and, and health wise. Yeah. And health wise. Mm-hmm. So like I think of, you know, we talked to another one of our clients this week, Jordan, she's finishing up our Evolve program. And she was like, you know, I'll be honest. When I started this program, I had the goal of losing 30 pounds and she's down about 13 pounds or so. Um, but we but haven't tracked food. We, we haven't, haven't tracked anything. food at all in the past three months. She's been working off of habits and foundational things. Like we have three main habits for her and it's like eat protein at each meal, get enough sleep, you know, move your body daily managed like they're very simple habits and she's realized like she doesn't tolerate sugar because she also came to us with a gut issue she's realized like she can't tolerate sugar right now it's not something that her body tolerates well she's kind of just eating the cue and eating off a feel she's feeling awesome and Mm -hmm. she's super happy and she's super stressed which i think (laughs) is the the big thing here is like we didn't go down the path of macros and meal timing and all the crazy workouts that like some other of our clients do because she is so high stress she's a military family sometimes she's single mom in it with two kids and she's working full-time like every person is so different that this is why we do individualized coaching because each person needs a different protocol and for her she had done the super restrictive things in the past and yeah she saw success with it but she straight up told us she goes the last time I was with this weight was when I did keto and shortly after I stopped I gained all of that weight back She's like, now I'm confident that like, I'm going to continue losing weight like as we wrap up because I have the tools, the education, and the knowledge to understand that while my weight loss is slower, it's sustainable for me. Mm-hmm. And she's also paving the path for her kids to have you know healthy foods in their life and teaching them you know good things. And this is something that I personally, it makes me so happy. Like another client of ours, Amy, the other day was talking to me about her daughter mm-hmm. and how she's yeah. having conversations now with her daughter around what is good nutrition, why she's focusing on these things, why she's doing what she's doing, and basically taking away the diet culture from her household. And the coolest piece that I love about Amy is she says, like she's had probably four or five people now ask her about her weight loss journey and she tells them how much she's eating and all of them are flabbergasted. Like somebody even asked her if she had bariatric surgery and she's like, no, I'm just doing things consistently and she was very inconsistent before I'm eating more than ever. I'm yep. working out in a smart way. I'm sleeping and I'm managing like my stress as much as I can. Cause she's got a high <sighs> stress type life too. So I think what we want to like start to wrap this up with is instead of having these unrealistic expectations and then like beating yourself up when things don't go according to plan, what we want you to do every day is ask yourself one question. Is there anything else I could be doing? And am I happy? I guess that's two questions, right? <laughs> am I doing everything that I can? And am I, am I happy? And then from there, if you're, you know, seeing holes that you can start to fill, let's say you realize like the last couple of weeks, you've let your ve- veggies slip. Okay, yeah. start focusing on your veggies again and fill that hole. Then you can move on to the next one. Like be happy along the journey because I can tell you from experience, and I know Becca can tell you from experience, you might get to a scale weight with a a very restrictive program. That might be great, and you might be super happy when you get there. But then you realize how miserable you've been the entire time, and you're really not confident, and you're really not happy in yourself because you've just happy with the results. Mm -hmm. I think you need to be happy in all areas of your life. You need to be happy with your plan, your program. Know that it's sustainable for you, that you could do it five, 10 years from now that you could do it on the beach. You could do it at all inclusive, right? But you're happy with yourself because you've also worked on your relationship with food, with your mindset. You've built that confidence. You're happy with, you know, how your lifestyle is overall because you can go to parties and events and you can have 
a cupcake or a glass of totally. wine. You've got to be happy along the way because if you just wait, if you're waiting to be happy until the scale number comes, you're never going to be happy because you might get there and you're like, sweet, I made it. Now what? Because you never focused on the internal along the way. So totally. I think you just have to start looking at this as a journey, as a lifestyle. Stop looking at it as 30 days, 60 days, six months, 12 months. Look at it as two, five, 10, 15 years from now, the rest of your life and start making those changes and drop the expectations. Like you guys, I, and this is something that I was thinking about this morning when I was thinking about this podcast, I was like, I've had to totally drop expectations with Liz and I growing the company. Cause like, I don't know what's going to happen. I've never done this before. I've mm-hmm. never grown a company to the size that Liz and I want to grow this to and help as many women as we want to help. Like I've never written, I've never taken this path. And so if you are in a journey of weight loss, of health, of whatever, like instead of having expectations and trying to live that journey by just those expectations, like if it, if I don't drop this weight this week, it, I'm giving up because this isn't working. No, just do what is asked of you or do what you feel right in your gut you should be doing. Do it to the best of your ability and see what happens. If you run into things that you don't want to, look at them as challenges. Don't look at them as roadblocks that should stop you in your tracks and make you turn around and go back the other way. Like, Look at them as challenges that you can overcome. And that's something that I've really shifted my mindset around this year is like everything that happens, one, happens for a reason, and two, is challenging me to grow as a person. And even if I don't want those things to happen, even if I don't like them, even if they don't feel good, everything I can learn from. And so drop the expectations and start living your life, welcoming everything that comes your way as long as you are doing the best you can and ask yourself that every day. Am I doing the best I can? Because I think it's a real honest question that we don't always ask ourselves or answer very honestly. So that's our Friday fire for today. Drop the expectations, hold yourself to some high standards and let what happens happen. Learn as you go. Thank you all so much for being here. If you've enjoyed this podcast, the best thing that you could do for us as a gift to us would be to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, tag us, share it on Facebook, whatever platform that you listen, or just tell a friend, invite a friend to listen to this podcast. Um, The more that you can kind of share with word of mouth, the more people that we can touch throughout the world. And leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.